People of Earth, how the fuck you doing? Just wanted to take a couple minutes before the show started and let you know the show must go on. Uh, we took some time off here and there. Um, I don't know if you heard last episode, but uh, hit a bump in the road. Hit a bump in the road. There's an M there. Um, I hate letting uh, people down that listen to us. Uh, and it really it, it uh, weighs heavy on me when I can't do a show or we can't do a show. Um, and it's usually my fault because studio's in my house and, uh, you know, my life gets in the way sometimes. Uh, and there's three of us, so scheduling problems, you know. Maybe I should set something up to where if I'm sick, Mike and Brennan can do a show without me. Just give them the key to the studio or something. Can they be trusted? I guess we'll find out someday. Someday. Um, so yeah, we're, uh, we're continuing to do shows and, uh, you can count on us from here on out. Um, I miss doing this and, uh, everybody else did too. Uh, Mike and Brennan were both ready to get the fuck back in here, but, uh, actually Mike took ill, um, yesterday, so he wasn't able to record with us, but I suspect he will be back next episode at full power. Meanwhile, I'll be reading my ass off, trying to give a somewhat educated opinion on the bullshit we talk about on this show. Uh, the show was a little light this episode because we wanted to try not having such a structured format and kind of have a conversation like we used to back in the good old days when our episodes ran way short. And hey, look what happened. We peaked at about 45 minutes and uh, hopefully... With the three of us, that won't happen. But I think it worked out good enough to where we can just talk instead of having a fucking variety show with bumper music. I don't know. Let me know what you think. You can leave a comment on our social medias or, you know, there's tons of ways to get in touch with us. We pay attention to everything. Uh, Let's see. We're nearing 2,000 followers on Instagram. That's very fucking exciting. Um, so if you're not following us, go over there and check it out. I don't, I try to post a couple times a week. Uh, usually I'll repost something that's interesting and that follows the theme of the show being fucking weird technology or UFO alien shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? The weird shit that we bring. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just want to say hello. The show was a little light in the ass this week, so, uh, thought I'd give a little foreplay to our uh ear coupling in a couple minutes um oh gee what did i want to talk about Eh, fuck it let's go on to the sponsors we're brought to you by lonestarbuttons.com uh if you want a custom button design made into a reality that you can put on actual clothing contact Lone Star Buttons. You can email them at info at lonestarbuttons.com or you can call the owner on his personal, private, not so private, cell phone number of 281-798-1996. Mention the podcast and you will get some buttons thrown in for free, which is a pretty good deal, I think, because, you know, you order a certain quantity for sales or promotional and then you'll have some extra to give out to your friends. Poifect. We're also brought to you by Jessica Martinez, agent of insurance. Do you need auto insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, or life insurance? I wish the answer was no, but most likely one of those four things in your life is going to get jacked up. And you're not going to be able to replace it unless you have it covered by insurance. You may be asking, Gabe, where am I supposed to come up with this money to insure my automobile, my home, my apartment, or my life. And my answer, fear not, home slice. Jessica Martinez has you covered. Um, All you need to do, really, is to bundle two or more of those insurances, and it will bring the price way down. So to do that, you can get Jessica Martinez to quote you by calling her at 713-298-1985. She services the entire state of Texas. So if you live outside of Texas, don't bother calling, because... It'll be a huge waste of time for you and for her. But, goddamn Texans, if you want to save some man- some money on your insurance, give her a call. Give her a holler. 
We're not sponsored by Mockingbird Network. We're on Mockingbird Network. Some could say that we contribute in some way to Mockingbird Network, but that might be stretching it a bit. Uh, We are on Mockingbird Network, and they are a fantastic assortment of podcasts. Just go to MockingbirdNetwork.com and check out everything they have to offer. And last but not least, do you want to show off some merch of a podcast you may or may not listen to? That made no sense. But if you're a fan of this podcast, go on over to revengetheworld.threadless.com. Check out all of our t-shirt designs. There are a lot of them. Each purchase of a t-shirt puts money in the bank for us to do weird shit or upgrade our equipment and get us to a bigger stage in the podcast game. All that being said... It's time to get to the show. Company pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with me, Gabe Google Me Dieter, and bitchin' Brennan Birch. Welcome. Hey, what the fuck, man? What about me? Gorag! How the hell you doing, man? Uh, I'm fine, I guess. I mean, do I still work here? I don't know, do you? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to work here? <sighs> I don't fucking know, Dieter. What? Dude, you can't just summon yourself. I brought you here for a reason. Oh, oh yeah? What's that? Uh, just to tell you to fuck off and die. <laughs> See you later. You're a real piece of shit, you know that, Dieter? Maybe, but I'm kicking it up here. It's whatevs, dude. Call me when you got something. Yeah, all right. It'll be next episode. Promise. Fire extinguishers right there, Brennan. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe we should just let it burn. My insurance rates will be too high. Yeah. Hey everybody, <laughs> thanks for listening to episode 113 of this horseshit we call Revenge of the World podcast. Oh, God. <sighs> we put in a lot of work to be live on Facebook every week. and uh, For some reason. <laughs> it just so happens that this week is the most work we've ever put in. Is it? No. Yeah, we, we put out about a dozen fires. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, first, we got a snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. And we realized you can't charge my phone while you're streaming live. <laughs> then the uh, the rubber thing on the, the phone holder flew away. Yeah. We still haven't been able to For find stand, it. stand, it's like off in this room somewhere. Oh, my God. Uh, then you broke that audio cable. I busted an audio cable. Now, mind you, this take this is t- all took place from 6.50 until now. Yeah. So yeah. this is like 30 minutes. Like, we basically managed to completely tear down and destroy and rebuild the show. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, in, in the face of adversity, we, we we rose like a phoenix. We persevered. Yeah. And we adapted? Is that- we adapted, oh. improvised, and overcome. As, <laughs> that's, overcomed. That's the Marines overcame, motto, As right? the Marines say, yes. Yeah. So, you know. So basically, we're like American holy shit. Heroes. Can we stop doing that? At least I don't know. Next week, I, uh, I, I don't know, man. At the rate this is going, you know, there's gonna be a computer going out next week. Or, don't say that. I, I hope know. it's yours and not mine. Yeah, one of us is gonna have a stroke. It's like <sighs> that'll probably be me. <laughs> Let's face it. Uh, I don't know, man. I'll, well, I'll, I'll maybe if die. I move back a little bit. Uh, uh, <laughs> you'll be the one having this stroke. You've literally almost just pulled that mic off the table. I know. I realize this. <laughs> Um, so how about intro in the show? Brennan, you had a giggle fit uh, while we were trying to set up, too. I'm glad I caught that. that yeah. Pretty funny. Put that out in the world so everybody can hear my girlish laugh. <laughs> you were doubled over. I was doubled over and choking on my own mirth. That was fun. Yeah, that's it's what it's like, being me. I, I get a little was, bit of happiness and I just start That was choking. the only fun moment of the show so far. Yeah. <laughs> we count the hour before the show as part of the show. Yes. Because, hey... It's what puts us in a great mood, right? And we we also count fun moments because there's so few and far between. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Glad I captured that. <laughs> Saving it for posterity. Yeah. Until Facebook goes out of business. Any day. So what's up, Brennan? What's Holy up? shit. Uh, I'm Gabe. Google me Dieter, and I'm sitting with bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hello. Hello, people of the world. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, Brennan, your, your t-shirt design is coming. My t-shirt design? Your bitchin' t-shirt design. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna have my own merch, dude. Yeah. We gotta get some kind of uh, purchases going. Yeah. I don't know. Revenge of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we still have a samurai sword to buy for people your, for your sassy t-shirt needs. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, today is actually my 23rd skate birthday. Wow. Yeah. I've Can you ollie yet? I'm getting there. Awesome. Getting closer every day. You know, that's good. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of banged up shins and trips to the hospital, but one day I'm going to make that happen. Glad you're making progress. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, skated a little bit this afternoon. I'll probably go out again after I'm done here. Um, closed out the art show this past weekend and yeah, got to see like all the numbers on that. I was surprised at how well it did. That was pretty cool. I'm surprised I didn't sell any pieces and, uh, I gotta ask you about that. Did you promote me properly? <laughs> uh, you were like third on the flyer, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, we didn't. Maybe if you showed up, you could have like pushed hey, them a little bit. Oh, easy, easy. Oh, oh stick uh, it in and twist it. Stick uh, it in and twist it. It hurts. Uh, um, I forget what I was saying. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, yeah, it, it went pretty well. Uh, the people that I was working with on that, uh, Susie and Catfish from Flying Squid, actually asked me to help them on another event this October. So that's going to be coming up pretty soon. You well, told me about this, and I'm very excited. Yeah, still early days though, so I can't talk Mom, about it too much. Mom's the word. Mom's the word. God damn it. Yeah. I, I actually kind of talked about it too much the other day, and uh, I don't know. I think I screwed up. So <laughs> Really? Yeah. Well, stop doing that. Yeah, I know. I need to stop doing that. Like, <laughs> like that. that's that's like the whole reason that it worked the last time is because I kept everything inside and just had my little mini panic attacks to myself instead of talking to people and asking for help, and then it worked out. It's uh, <laughs> it's weird, man. Like, when you, when you have a big project, I, um, you know, I don't, I can't speak for group projects, but when you have, like... A single person project it's always better not to tell people because yeah 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 it's because then you can 70 percent least less likely to happen yeah way. yeah i was i read a study about that a long time ago it was like uh actually it was, it was probably like in the last year but it was something about like how people like whenever they post about a thing they're going to do on facebook they're like way less likely to actually accomplish it because they get the recognition from like people like liking and commenting on their posts and yeah, stuff like that, that. Makes sense. they get the endorphin rush from that, and it satisfies whatever it is they were trying to do, and they just completely abandon their goal. Oh man, yeah. I mean, that happens that to makes people sense. a lot. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I, I have noticed, like, since I've like kind of not been talking about doing things as much and just sort of doing them on the down low, and then waiting until it's time to show them, like, mm -hmm. I get way more stuff done. Yeah, like yeah. art. I've been like making so much freaking art lately. Why'd you have to say it? Now well, you're not gonna get shit done. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> That's, what were we just talking about? No, no, I mean, but I mean, you know, just generally, like, I don't like post everything that I do, and I just like, yeah, no, that just going. That's pretty awesome. I like, um, I like posting progress shots, but never. Well, I used when I was fucking churning out a lot of stuff. Yeah, I would always post uh, progress shots, and then I would wait till after the solo show to post the finished uh, scan. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's pretty much been it. I've just been kind of keeping my head down and working on stuff, and you know, trying to stay busy. Like a, I don't, I've been watching a little bit of Twin Peaks. Oh really? Which How's I'm like, that? I'm like four episodes in, and like I'm still waiting for something to start happening. <laughs> like it's just like I don't know. Not sure how I feel about it. Uh, I did subscribe to this streaming service called Night Flight, hmm. which uh, I, don't, I don't know if you like really remember it. But, uh, okay, like, back in the 80s, you know, like, on USA, there used to be, you know, Up All Night. Yeah. Where they'd show, like, Toxic Avenger movies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, before that was, uh, they used to sh show this thing called Night Flight. Yeah. And I think it aired from, like, 1980 to 1988 or something like that. And it was, like, a combination of, like, you know, they would show, like, educational movies and, like, weird, you know, kind of punk rock stuff. And they had this show called New Wave Theater where they just had, like local like la like hardcore and like new wave bands come on and just play like fear was on the first episode oh wow and like uh yeah okay i've seen clips of that yeah yeah well like Recently. i mean they, they, they don't show like the entire like episodes because like it used to just be like a long constant thing that just ran and then they would just you know break for commercial like every hour or whatever mm -hmm. and it would just be weird stuff like that like it would be you know 
a, a Devo video and then like an educational film about, you know, what to do in a nuclear war. And then like, you know, 10 minutes of ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous stains and just like weird collage of just cool stuff. Hmm. Wow. And I mean, I guess a lot of the stuff they're having a hard time getting all the rights for everything because of like, you know, I guess it costs a lot of money to air all that stuff now. But I don't know. I, I, they have a lot of stuff on there so far and it's pretty good. I've been kind of mm. digging into that. Like mostly just watching like the old new wave theater stuff. And it shouldn't be that hard to get the rights if it's them uh, creating it. Well, I mean, as far as like the, the movie stuff and like the, the old, because oh, like, like okay. something weird bought a lot of like those old you know, oh, okay. educational gotcha. films and like, you know, yeah. a lot of the movies are just, they were just kind of like up in the air for a while and then somebody bought them and released them on DVD and then, right, right, right. you know. So it's them hosting those movies. Yeah, it, it was just like, it was like a curated collection of stuff that they would just air for like, you know, several hours. Was there a host? Uh, not really. I mean, like New Wave Theater had a host, mm-hmm. which there, there's a really interesting story about him, actually. Uh, his name was Peter Ivers and he's like. He's kind of regarded as like this person that's like touched all of pop culture like in little ways from like 1960 to like 1980 or like to like the 80s. And then he was just like murdered with a hammer. Like they never solved the crime. The fuck? Like, it, he, yeah, some dude just like like they don't know who they think it might have been the guy that uh, helped him produce uh, New Wave Theater, but they don't have enough evidence to convict him. Oh shit! That's so, like, crazy. The, the case was completely closed until like uh, 2008. They reopened it. But uh, yeah, the guy uh, he wrote the song that the lady in the radiator sings in Eraserhead. He like plays harmonica on uh, some like crazy 70s record. I can't remember what it is. I think he might have played on Rumors or something like that. Like, and he just like like all these like little things. He just like contributed to like all these huge things that made like millions and millions of dollars. And he never got rich or anything. And like the only thing he's really known for is New Wave Theater. Wow. And getting murdered. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like you know, there has to be like all kinds of people like that, you know? Yeah, I mean. Where was it produced, do you know? I mean, it was produced in L.A. Okay. So, like, L.A. in, like, you know, the 70s and 80s is, like... Yeah, hotbed of that creativity. That whole era, yeah. Yeah. But uh, he just... He was involved in, like, all these little things that were just all along, like, that timeline. Hmm. It's really cool. Wow. Like, there has to be a book about it. I mean, I'm sure that guy has, like, a crazy story, you know? I don't know. I'm I'm really interested in that shit. I, I stay awake at, uh... On work, work nights and, uh, watch those old, uh like british tv shows with yeah with, uh 70s and 80s punk bands on them yeah like uh the young ones and stuff no no like uh like um shit i can't think of chips with pain <laughs> no 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 like british british uh it's like solid gold but they have bands playing. uh top of the pops yes yeah something like that i don't know but too much about it but uh like england had a lot of the english bands uh-huh. back then on television yeah, I love watching bands go on there and just like completely blowing it on purpose and just doing a bad job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of fear, uh, Jess didn't know anything about them, so I showed her um, when they went on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh my god, that's such she a cool couldn't believe performance. It. It's <laughs> like they put them on TV like that. It's like yeah, never again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never again would a punk band, real punk band, play. Yeah, I mean, you have to have, you know, John Belushi demanding that they play. Yeah. That's the only yeah. reason that Fear gets on TV. <laughs> Shit's fucking crazy. Yeah, and, like, I'm, there's, like, all these people that, like, say they were, like, in the crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, there were only, like, 30 people that were actually on the stage, like, yeah. slam dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I think Ian MacKay's in the crowd somewhere. And, like, all these, like, weird people. Rollins probably was. Yeah, Rollins probably was, yeah. Um, but the the clip that I showed her of that leaving was telling the story. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't cut the show until, uh, somebody in the crowd said, uh, something like fuck New York or something like that. Yeah. And it was just hilarious cause it was completely unplanned and, uh, punks are punks, you know? Yeah. They just yell random shit. It reminded me of, of, uh, like when we were kids and, uh. We would heckle bands. Yeah. But People don't do that anymore, really. No. Everybody's so respectful Dude, now. It sucks. The, la- <laughs> the last time I heckled a band, everybody looked at me like I was from Mars. Yeah. I was like, the only one. Yeah. And, and the band didn't know what to do. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> just repeating back what I said. I mean, like, uh, The Locust, like, you used to be able to heckle them. But that's like the last show that I went to where you could actually like yell stuff and kind of be a jerk and like have fun, yeah. you know, at each other's expense. And it was like, okay. Yeah. But I mean, that was like 2004. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think. Like I even think in the hardcore was... scene and stuff, it's not like that, you know? Really? Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't either. Uh, I was taught by a generation before me 
and maybe a generation after me did it but i i don't know i mean i mean i remember people like spitting on bands and stuff oh, <laughs> like it <God>. was gross <laughs> i fucking hate that but um yeah yeah i don't know people are so nice now like everybody's like oh they're just doing their thing man you know <laughs> like like uh, I, I think there there has to be a point where like that's gonna start cutting off a little bit or is that or everybody's just getting their rage out on the internet now i don't know but oh that's a good point yeah i mean i don't know People are used to being able to act with no repercussions, so they're good. <laughs> <laughs> what what huge show, what non-punk rock, non-metal, non, you know, just what shitty big show can we go to to heckle? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, like, you, the only thing you could really go to and, like, heckle and, like, really start some shit at this point, I think, would be, like, a Texas country show. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Because, I mean, you, you know those let's, dudes would fight back. Let's mosey on down to the Redneck Country Club. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> let's go. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know who any of those people are. I don't, I don't know either. Like, I don't even have the point of reference to properly heckle them. Let's go yell at Toby Keith. <laughs> Your dick is far too large. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> He'd probably still get mad about it. Uh, he seems like a dude that would like punch you for saying his penis is too large. <laughs> Garth Brooks said you give good head. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Now I just want to do that. <laughs> we, are, we already talked about it, so we can't do it. Yeah, I, we jinxed it. Damn. It's never going to happen now. So is this uh, is this um, Revenge of the World 3.0 since we're not going to have a format this episode? I don't know. I don't know. I think we're just going to talk. Uh, that's what kind of what we uh, planned on doing. Yeah. But I wrote down a few things uh, just in case there was a lull in the conversation. <laughs> but uh, I'll wait till that happens to bring it up. <laughs> I'm going to make it weird and cause that lull I first. I know. <laughs> Let me just break things up for yeah. a second. L- listen, people at home, <laughs> don't be alarmed. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I don't know, man. Do I believe in ghosts? <laughs> Silly question, I know. Silly question, yeah. I think you brought... Dude, I think Glenda's living here, because fucking shit's just going wrong these days. Yeah. She was doing some weird stuff with a ball in my house the other day. It was kind of strange. It was just kind of hovering. Like, it wasn't hovering, fly in the air. It was like, it was on the floor, <laughs> but it was just like in one little area. Sir, just you like, just shocked the shit out of me. Like, uh, it was just like sitting in one area, just kind of going like that. Oh, well, that's creepy. Yeah. For people who can't see me that are listening later, I'm shimmying my shoulders. Yeah, in a circle. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I, I hold an imaginary globe. It's like you're uh, Ernie McCracken. Yeah. From it's like, uh, Kingpin. It's, it's, like, it's like I'm doing a like a magic act and try to look sultry about it. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, You've never been to a magic show, have you? Ten minutes before Brennan got here, uh, I shot a roach with my BB gun. <laughs> a large roach in my studio. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if that's relevant to this conversation, but it made quite a mess on my wall. And uh, I think that's what I'll be doing this weekend. Clean, cleaning up roach guts. Scraping off roach guts with a spatula. I think I'll just repaint. <laughs> just paint over it. <laughs> paint this whole fucking room till the next time it happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, your walls are roughly the color of like roach guts. No, so. man. No. <laughs> no. Man. Looks like. Maybe that's looks what. Looks like old blood. I bet that's why all the bad stuff happened. You probably like there's probably like a roach poltergeist sacrifices. Yeah, anger to God. Tough shit, man. They need to get out of here. The God of Pasadena is a cockroach, man. Oh, I don't doubt that. Yeah, I gotta write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. Gosh, what was I? I don't know. Use your words. (laughs) I just completely forgot how to talk for like five seconds there. Um, but yeah, like, so yeah, the ghost is like, kind of, has been playing with this Glenda? giant, bou- yeah, she's been playing with a giant bouncy ball in my house, and it's weird. You need a cat, so you can explain away some of this shit, nah. this creepy shit. Yeah, I don't know. The, the thing that's like, always hard about it is like, just having to tell people about it. <laughs> because it's just a very real thing that's in my life now. <laughs> and like... I, and like whenever I, I forget that like whenever I'm talking to a person that like maybe someone that I don't know oh yeah my house is haunted what oh you're crazy you know yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> probably like calm down Cracker Jack yeah pretty much but that's um, okay that's fine with me you might be wondering people listening and watching what where's where's Mike the Rodriguez well he's getting his near nipples pierced yeah. so he won't be on the, on the show tonight yeah <sighs> yep. I, don't think, I don't think they have big enough jewelry. <laughs> 
He's getting the chain. He's getting railroad spikes. Tit to tit chain. <laughs> he should do the triple and get his belly button pierced too. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Do the nose ring too. Yeah, do the nose ring. Have the get chain a, going Get a there. chain cross going on. Yeah. Oh, it's son, holy goose. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. You <laughs> wanted to riff this fucking episode. God damn it. Um, I saw Alien Covenant. So did uh, I. What'd you think? I really, really, really liked it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a high concept movie, uh-huh. uh, but it had some really bad parts to it. Yeah. Um, should we spoil it? I didn't like the the combat in it the the hand-to-hand combat oh really i'm, I'm not gonna say who was fighting but yeah. it wasn't it was an even match yeah and uh it was just stupid it did not belong in the fucking movie at all it was, it was a little weird in star trekky kind of hmm, that's going a little far for me i don't know but, like uh, like it wasn't like well coordinated you know was, no yeah. and it was shot really badly yeah uh it reminded me of those uh stone cold steve austin action movies where he didn't have time to prepare. So it's just <laughs> fast cutting, like, angles. Born editing. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I liked I liked the way that they're setting David up, you know, as a character. I mean, For the next movie? Well, I mean, just, yeah, just overall for, like, the whole kind of story oh, of it. Sorry, that might be a spoiler. But yeah. go, go see it anyway. Yeah, you should Fuck go see it. it anyway. It's a good movie. But uh, I don't know. I, re- I really liked the way that they're, like, setting him to... You know, the growth of his character, like how it's all kind of his turn, you know, that it's like, I feel like the way that they set up, like in the first five minutes of the movie, you know, is basically what's going to push everything that comes after that. I don't know. I I just, I really. Something that didn't make sense to me was, oh, fuck. We'll talk after the show because I don't, I really don't want to spoil it, but I I am interested in talking about it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) what else, dude? I don't know. Well, what have you been up to? We haven't even talked about you yet. I have been busy. <laughs> yeah. I I uh went through some not fun shit for the uh past couple months. Yeah. And um it's over. So um try not to be sad, Brennan. I'm sorry. <laughs> try not I'm... to think about it. Okay, well. Uh no, I I my granddad passed away and uh you know, that was a it was a grind, man. Yeah. Um I don't think anybody deserves uh to go through that kind of shit. Yeah. Know? But everybody's going to have to, um, one way or another, to get to the end of the cycle. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Well, what else? That's it. That's it? That's literally it. I've had to wear a suit uh, twice in the past four or five days. When was the last time you wore a suit before that? Fucking my college graduation. Your college graduation? Yeah. Okay. So, like, roughly 20 years. I think... The last time I wore a suit was probably, uh, let's see, I went for a job interview that like halfway through it, I realized I didn't want because the owners of the company were terrible human beings. Ooh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it was like, I was like, it was like, I was applying for like the web, a web design job at this uh, company that, uh, it was, a. Uh, what they did they, they owned like a couple of businesses or whatever but they just needed like a web dude or whatever and it would have paid okay but the owner was like a super super conservative like he was like i don't know he was uncomfortably conservative hmm. and uh like I, I think i'd mentioned that i was a veteran or something like that and he just said some things that you don't say about you know people that uh, you, you don't say the sorts of things that he said if you have actually been over on a deployment and you know realized that you know those people like in Afghanistan are just people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, like at that point I just tuned out. I was like, okay, no, I cannot work for this man. <laughs> Give me a, an example. Cause that's well, like, uh, well, he was just talking about like, uh, cause like, you know, we, it just came up that I, you know, deployed to Afghanistan or whatever. And he's like, those people just don't want better for themselves. And just like, no man, they, those people like, like the Afghani people, oh, like they're okay. not willing to like, okay. To, I was not, wondering what perspective he yeah. was, he was going to have. Cause like the 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 the, they're, the the reason that they don't have like you know first world infrastructure and all that stuff is just because they don't want it you know whenever there's just like there's nothing what if they don't and if they don't so what yeah exactly but like just the like he was like denigrating an entire nation of people because like you know they weren't they they weren't a hundred percent on board with like American ideals and you know was basically talking about them like they were animals and 
that's just not okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people are just like out in the middle of nowhere, thousands of miles from Western civilization. And they have no idea about a lot of things. No, like, like that doesn't even enter their lives from birth to death. You a, know? a good example of that is uh, like there was a guy uh, that I worked with. His name was Sergeant Dunn. And he did convoy stuff like he had to go like up and down the country a lot. And he talked about how he went with an army unit to uh, like a village just way out in the middle of nowhere in Afghanistan. And they they rolled up on these people and, and like, you know. Whenever they're, the military rolls up, obviously a bunch of dudes with AK-47s come out because they're just in the middle of nowhere and they, you know, just see a bunch of guys with guns roll up on their village. Mm-hmm. And they send out like, this little kid to talk to the translator and the translator's talking or whatever and they eventually, you know, kind of calm things down and negotiate their way into the village. Whenever they get into the village, they're talking to the people there and the, the leader of the tribe had no idea that 9-11 had happened. He thought the Russians were coming back. Wow. You know, because they were just so far off the grid. Like they... Yeah. They're not connected to the world at all. Right. You know, I mean, they're just out there doing what they can to make it, mm-hmm. you know, and there's, there's just no, like, if you don't, if you're not in a major city in Afghanistan, if you're not in Kabul, if you're not in Bagram, if you're not in uh, Kandahar, you might as well be, you know, on Mars. You're just out in the middle of nowhere by yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know. But you, you're in a tribe. And well, yeah, they're, 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 they get by and they have a, they have the life that, you know, they've always known and they're fine. You know, they have they're not getting by. They're living their life. Yeah, they're they're like until somebody rolls up in a fucking convoy. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking until they crazy. Start seeing airplanes flying overhead, and they're like, yeah. "What's going on?" Yeah. yeah, you know. That's insane. But yeah, it's just it's just a completely different life. And I don't know. Anyway, point of that story is whenever that guy just started talking about those people like that, I was like, "No, <laughs> I'm not going to work for you." We've uh, I've been thinking a lot about our place in the world uh-huh. as uh, America and. Our our president and his uh, his footprint when he leaves the U.S. and you know what people make of him and yeah, uh, it just made me realize like I don't want to be a part of the world as an American. <laughs> like I love I love America. I love being an American. I just don't enjoy the fact that we're fucking with anybody. You yeah, know? and then the. The propaganda machine tells you why terrorism exists, and they leave out the fact that we fuck with people, yeah, and they fuck with us back, and we're we're playing the victim, right? And it made me think a lot about it these past uh, couple weeks with all these uh, terror attacks in um, London, in England, England yeah, and France, and uh, what the fuck did they do? You know, yeah. like. I'm I'm legitimately interested in learning other countries' yeah. role in in the Middle East. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, my understanding is that France is fairly non-interventionist everywhere. Oh no, man! Uh, They're part of NATO. I don't know what NATO is doing exactly. Um, I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah, but stuff doesn't happen out of the blue. You know, I don't know. It is funny that that guy's name last name was Butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> the guy, the guy in uh, England that. What did he uh, stab people? Oh yeah, his name was Butt. Yeah, yeah. His last name was Butt. Come on, <laughs> you, you need to change that shit before you go. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Before you go commit a murder, you know. Oh man, you better write a hell of a manifesto if your name is Butt. <laughs> but I was reading about that guy, and apparently he had been. Uh, you know, they say he had been radicalized by uh, these uh, ISIS. Yeah, but really, he he was from. Where was he from? He was like an Italian dude, right? One of them was Italian. No, no, no. I, no. I think that might have been London. No, he was, I think he was, is he from Yemen or something like that? Fuck, I don't know. Was he Syrian? I'm not sure. I don't know. Fuck, I can't even talk about this. I've been so unplugged from everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dealing, you know, with my, my family stuff. I've barely been able to read. Like, today is the most I've read. Mm-hmm. And, like, we barely had, like, six uh, items to talk about. Yeah. <sighs> anyway... Some dude in clown makeup killed a dude with a Freddy glove. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, God. At Tor- Torchy's Tacos in Denver. Really? Yeah. They got Torchy's in Denver? I didn't know that. Yep. Huh. <laughs> I'm like, uh... I'm more interested in the location of the taco you know, than the killer clown with a Freddy Krueger glove. I, I kind of, uh... This kind of hit home for me because, uh... Last weekend, we went to Whataburger inside mm. and uh it was like 10 o'clock at night or something like that and it was me and thomas on Dieter and uh jess and uh 
I felt like I was going to get shot. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh, if, if somebody comes in and shoots up, uh, if somebody comes in and shoots up the place, I will not be surprised. Yeah. I don't know why I got that feeling. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess, is, is that the world now? I mean. Kind of is. Yeah, we're, we're just kind of expecting to die in a mass shooting. That's. Kind of is. Yeah. Always know your exit points. Yeah, definitely. Back against the wall. You don't want to be. Mm-mm. Don't be the first one to catch a bullet. Um, <laughs> uh, be the second. Um, uh, my friend Mike Todd, who mm-hmm. has been on the show, friend of the show, Mike Todd. Yeah. He uh, he said he sent me an email, and normally, you know, I don't I don't care. It, I'll 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 feed his uh, his train of thought on something, mm-hmm. but he, the the subject line was interesting, and uh, all all it was was. Uh, Hillary has Kuru disease, period. <laughs> I was like, what? What the fuck is Kuru? Hey, let, let's explain what Kuru disease is for people. Okay. Uh, so what is, it's like, it's like a, it's a mental disorder that's, it's associated with cannibalism, like uh, the eating of flesh, right? Eating of brains. Yeah. Human brains. If you consume human brains, you can c- contract this disease called Kuru disease. It's been, um, it was tracked like through what, pygmy tribes or? Yeah. Um, yeah. Papua New Guinea. Yeah. That's where it was first discovered. And it, it's just associated with, you know, cannibalism and sometimes lycanthropy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there was a conspiracy theory going around that basically Hillary Clinton was a cannibal werewolf. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Which to... would be a great Dead Kennedys, like, song yeah, title. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's a great album cover. I think yeah. the Misfits did that with Earth AD. Um, <laughs> so Mike was saying that she got this from eating children at the uh, Pizzagate party. <laughs> But uh, that hasn't been confirmed yet in any, uh, any conspiracy any credible source. No. Um, Alex Jones does not have those files. No. Um, also, a uh, a calf with a human face was born in India. That's pretty Did awesome. you see that shit? All you said was, that's fucking disgusting. It was gross. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Yeah, it's just like a, it looked like a little, it was just like a pink, it, was, it didn't it, even have hair. It was a hairless calf, and its face was all mashed up. And it, yeah, it looked like it's snout. I call it human, but no, it, it definitely didn't have the normal snout. Yeah, it just didn't have a fully developed snout. But there's the there are people in India paying to see this thing and to worship it as the second coming or a, a reincarnation of Kali. Yeah, is that what it was? So that's fucked up. Well, you know what? I mean, it's it's easy to say, yeah, that's fucked up. But at the same time, I remember going on a family vacation with my dad to San Antonio to like I think it was the Pearl Brew, uh, Beer Brewery, mm-hmm. and they have they have a museum that has like a bunch of like weird like two faced lambs and like you know double headed snakes and all that kind of stuff you know just yeah curiosities and freak show yeah it's the exact same thing <laughs> I did that on a family yeah, vacation the, with my dad the reincarnation of Kali their god <laughs> that's fucking crazy okay uh. David Hangins is asking, uh, did we see the Cyclops goat? Um, I've seen a two-faced goat. Yeah. I've not seen the Cyclops goat. Yeah, I, I saw like a two-faced lamb at that brewery that I was just talking about. Yeah. It's pretty gross, just floating you know, from Aldehyde. Uh, on our way to see the Grand Canyon, um, we saw road signs, uh, come see the thing, the, oh, yeah. thing, the, the thing, thing, the thing, this fucking logo of like. You know, it's a pretty badass logo. I bought the I bought the Stein. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they kept calling it the thing. So we stopped. We fucking stopped off and and went to this fucking. Uh, all it is is a a bullshit museum. I'm sorry, the owners of the thing museum, but it was a bullshit museum where you got to see old tractors and shit. And then you went you went through this uh, this curtain, and they had a fucking. Uh, an Indian mummy, like a mummy of a Native American. Yeah. I'm like, not only is this not crazy, but it's severely disrespectful. Yeah, it's a person's corpse. <laughs> I'm like, this person had a fucking family. That's like, uh, oh my god. But, but at the same time, you know, no, there's no, no, buts, no, no. Man. I, I'm, Come on. I'm not saying I'm not justifying that, but I'm just saying in general. Now, if you put a fucking mermaid fin on her, that'd be something. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But I, I I think that having like a tourist attraction like that, one of those things that like you advertise for like a thousand miles and build anticipation yeah, yeah. for tourists as they're just going down, you know, the longest stretch of freeway, that's good showmanship. <laughs> Until you get to the show. 
Yeah, so what? But you've already got their money by then. You know, Fuck. You, you, I don't want to see a tractor. From, you can't please them all. You know? Whatever. We don't. I paid five bucks to see a Model T and a fucking... <laughs> the corpse of a zombified, mummified Indian. Mummified native <laughs> Indian. That's rude. Uh... <laughs> Did you see the Bounty Hunter shootout at that Nissan dealership? No, I didn't get to watch that. Oh, my God. It was like, fucking insane. So, w- was it, like, a Bounty Hunter trying to catch a guy, or was it two Bounty Hunters? <laughs> it was two Bounty... Okay, we didn't do a show last week, so this might be old news for some people. About five days ago, these uh, these Bounty Hunters were chasing this guy from, I think, Minneapolis. And uh, I think this happened in Dallas? Oh, wow. Or... Fuck. Anyway... So he's probably trying to get to Mexico, huh? Let, let's skip the details and get to the story. Uh, these two bounty hunters were tracking this fugitive, and he was working, I think he was working at this Nissan dealership, and uh, they approached him in a, in a fucking enclosed mm-hmm. glass office, <sighs> and they drew their weapons as he, he was going for something, and the person filming, I mean, as soon as the gunshots started going off, uh, they ducked for cover. But all all three of them died. What? They shot each other. Man. That's some okay corral shit. There has to be security footage of that. Oh, most definitely. Man. I would think so. It's fucking crazy. John wooing it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> but Just it, a couple of like normal looking dudes. John the, wooing it up. The weird That's thing awesome. was uh, all the gunfire sounded like the exact same gun. So it's just like, it sounded like a machine gun. Yeah. Like one machine gun, but. Apparently they fucking unloaded on each other. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy, but that's kind of cool. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way for a bounty hunter to go out. That's a good way for a criminal that has the kind of life where he's running from bounty hunters to go out. You know? That's true. I mean, if if, if you're leading that life, you know, you know that's coming. So, I don't know. I think there are worse ways to go. There are definitely worse ways to go. You could get in a car accident and be in a coma for 30 years. Yeah. And then wake up and die. <laughs> uh you got any <laughs> you got a murder ma'am no nothing <laughs> nothing uh I you got anything else mm, no <laughs> this uh this show you're working on or this next show you're working on are you going to involve a former guest on the show named junko um i don't think we're going to have the space to do well i I got a couple of things. That Talk I'm around it. Talk I've got around a couple. It. <laughs> I've got a couple of things that I'm working on. He's not going to be involved in the thing that I was talking about earlier. But I did talk to him a while back about doing something together, and he seemed interested. So we're. I got to get that ball rolling again. I, have, I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, that guy's cool, and uh, I'm interested in yeah. seeing what you guys come up with. Well, the, I was working on that one, but like the the venue that I was going to work with just didn't end up working out. So I got to kind of start from scratch again on that. Mm. So awesome. Yeah. You got any plans for this week? Any plans for this week? Um, I don't think so. Um, I'll probably go to a show or something tomorrow, but... (laughs) You gonna heckle the band? Yeah. Your dick is too big! (laughs) (laughs) You play your songs too well. You bet you practice a lot. Uh, Anything else, dude? Um, I got nothing. I got nothing either. Yeah. What about you guys? Any of you guys got anything? You got anything? Oh, fuck. We got friend questions. Oh, yeah. We got to do friend questions. Uh, you going to play the song? <laughs> uh, eventually, yeah. So let's figure out how our phones work while we're recording a show live. All right. Okay. What do we got? Okay. Uh, so, Kara Birch, Kara the Beacon Birch asks, coffee enemas? Question? Fuck yeah. Okay, I, I don't... All I'm, day, every day. I'm behind on coffee enemas. Like, what, what's going on with that? Coffee enemas, um, they turbo your liver. Really? And they will detox the shit out of you, literally. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah, that's really interesting. I, I'm not opposed to a coffee enema. I'm, I'm, I'm generally not opposed to anything butt-based. Let's just... Let's just, let's just let's just put that out there right now. As long as we meet and greet first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, my grandma gave me an enema as a kid. Really? TMI, but she did. <laughs> Your grandma forced fed me a banana once. Whoa! <laughs> with those same hands. She really liked it. <laughs> um, yeah, I got I got uh backed up. I think I was like mm, seven or eight, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 
You know what? That was too many bananas. She gave, it might have been. She gave me an enema and I shit all over her. I shit all over the place. All over the floor. All over her. Oh my god. Uh, it was it was a good time. I've never actually had an enema. I don't know. Is, is, that, is that something I should be doing? Uh, or, not if no, you don't need well, it. Well, no, that, that's 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 colonics. That's what, that's that's, that's kind of what I was imagining was the colonic. No, that okay. colonics like way into your yeah. That's like that's like the hose right? and it sucks out and yeah, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that's where I was going. Uh, Loretta Dieter, my mom <laughs> asks, who is your favorite childhood superhero? Oh wow. Um, my first memory, I guess, of kind of being into like nerdyish things was probably Star Wars, and I'm not sure if that really counts. I mean. Yeah, because I mean, if if we're counting that, I mean, I was all about Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, like Empire was like my world. There were there were a few that I remember, um, and it, they were on TV mm-hmm. because I I really didn't get in the comic books until yeah. later. But um, as a as a little kid, I liked watching the Incredible Hulk show uh-huh. and uh, Kung Fu. Yeah, with David Carradine, but I was bored to tears until the end when all the action happened. Yeah. Like grown ups talking. Yeah, like, Kung Fu is just like a boring, like just Western procedural. A, yeah, <laughs> until it's pretty bad. He gets to beat someone up. Yeah. Um, you got one? Uh, let's see. Uh, we got okay. Michael Rodriguez asking, "What piece of your art are you donating to me for my birthday this Thursday?" Is he talking to you? To both of us. Oh shit! He wants us to give him art for his birthday. <laughs> No can do, amigo. Uh, all my art's spoken for. I'm just kidding. Uh, whatever you want, I don't care. Come come to the gallery yeah. and uh, pick something off the wall. I, I was just planning on popping out of your cake, so. All right. Yeah. Gonna give, you, give the art of modern dance. Twirl those pasties. Yeah, swinging them. Um, like I'm holding a globe and swinging my shoulders. <laughs> good God. Thomas on Dieter asks, what was the worst food you ever had and did it give you the shits? Typically, things that give me the shits taste really good. Um, I can't. I, exactly I can't remember the last thing that gave me the shits, but uh, you know, usually it has a meat product in it that may have grayed a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> the single worst thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. I know exactly what it was. It was the beef enchiladas from the psychiatric hospital that I was in eleven years ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I was there for like two weeks. But uh, yeah, those enchiladas like tasted like dog food and instantly gave me diarrhea. They Damn. were they were the the worst thing that I've ever put in my mouth. They're from they were from Torchies. <laughs> um, Chris Steininger, Christopher the American Psycho Steininger asks, uh, with Manchester, Orlando, London, now Notre Dame, De Paris, not to lessen all the other horrible things done by horrible people though through the years. How long do you think it will take mankind to realize that thoughts and prayers don't do shit for anyone and that there are just trash humans out there in the world? Losers. They're nothing but losers. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Probably uh, pretty soon. I mean, 17 years, 17 years, four months, 22 days and six hours. I think it's already happening, Christopher. Uh, you just got to send your thoughts and prayers to our, yeah, our pr- leaders in Washington. Just, just pray about it, Chris. Just pray about it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Jeremy Cowan asks, is bald a hairstyle? Only if you're not going bald. Yeah, if you shave it. But you know what? It doesn't matter because bald is beautiful, Jeremy. It's beautiful. On some. Yeah. He pulls it off. He, he's, he's, he's gone pretty thin up top, but you know, he shaves it properly. He keeps it maintained. Je- Jeremy Cowan looks like he's in charge. He looks Keeping like, the beard? He's got a he's got Goatee. a Heisenberg goatee. Yeah. That's cool. He, he, yeah, he's, he's that, got the, he's got an intense works. dad thing happening, and it's good. So wear glasses. He's got glasses. All right, he's, he's straight Heisenberg man. You're you're legit. Yeah, that, that's the best way to handle it, really. I think. Okay, what else we got? CJ Menard Meenard Meenard asks, "When are you guys going to stop acting like I'm not your lord and master and just submit and obey?" CJ, I'll never submit and obey to anyone. No, except my wife. <laughs> because she likes it and like, i like i like the uh taste of leather in my mouth <laughs> brennan uh i got nothing on that man well, i think we should just let that go all right uh, <laughs> second question do you just want to see this cool fruit f- fruit fly trap i made it's got some maggots in it now um wait let's back up okay so it has maggots in it does that mean that like the flies got stuck in it while they were there they had sex 
and then made maggots. Most likely. Man, that's some that's some dedicated flies. Really, think about it. I mean, I'd recommend you throw your trash out every week. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. Yeah, keep, keep on top of that. Calling it making something is stretching it a little bit. <laughs> uh, um, I just like to take dead animals and <laughs> throw them in the dumpster. Yeah, you should bring them over here so Gabe can shoot them with a BB gun. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you got this one? Let's see. Uh, Thomas on Dieter asks. Oh, hey, we already did that one. Worst food? Yeah. Okay. Let's answer it again. <laughs> I don't remember. So uh, Jason Cowan asks, does your does getting your beard caught in your chest hair finally make you a man? Nope. No. That, that comes from the inside, man. Cause, nope. I mean, I, I grow a pretty fierce beard. But getting like, your ball hair stuck in your ass hair makes you a man. <laughs> beard to chest. Nah, anybody can do that. Yeah, anybody can do that. Well, I can't really do that because I, I don't have a ton of chest hair. Really don't. Neither do I, but like, I mean, I didn't really even start. This is friend questions, man. Yeah. Like, I can grow a pretty fierce beard, but yeah, no, not much chest hair. Never, like, it starts here, and then, like, you know, from the waist down, I look like a goat, and then, yeah. Your reverse Monchichi? Yeah, it's weird. All right. That's it for friend questions. Um, we got anything else? Uh, I don't, do you? I do not, sir. Okay, well, let's go ahead and, I guess, wrap it up, huh? Got our social medias? Social medias. We are at ROTW Podcast on Twitter, uh, Revenge of the World on Instagram. Got our Facebook page. We've got our website, uh, revengeoftheworld.com. You can also find us on uh, mockingbirdnetwork.com. And you can also find all the other great Mockingbird podcasts that are really good and funny and amazing and you should be subscribing to and rating and doing all the things that you're supposed to do to support podcasts. What's your fucking holdup, bro? Get on it. Make it happen. Um, also, we're brought to you by... LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, Lone Star Buttons is doing a job for me right now. Under the I, table. I hope as he's listening to this or watching this, he's putting those save the date magnets that I designed uh, together. And that'd be nice. Um, yeah, so if you need magnets made or buttons of any size, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at his personal hotline. At 281-798-1996, tell him Revenge of the World sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits. He will offer you a discount. You don't have to take it, though. You don't. You really don't. You, as a matter of fact, if you really want to support... Save, save that shit and throw some pennies into the uh, the old ROTW bucket. Yeah, you know, I mean, if, if you really want to support small business, you would, like, not take that discount. So, just saying. This is true, but you know what? He's rich as fuck. So... Is he? You're not really... Is no, he he's not. I, I don't know. Fuck. I'm just saying that because he's white. And uh, <laughs> we're also brought to you by Jessica Martinez, agent of insurance. Um, do you need auto, home, renters, or life insurance? Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody should have that shit. Especially if you fuck up as much as I do. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Please. Um, my life is on fire all the time. But yeah, if you need that stuff and you want to save some money, give her a call at 713-298-1985. Her services cover the entire state of Texas. Brennan, that's it, right? I think that's it. I think we're done here. I think we're done here, too. It's a fun show. Glad to be back. Yeah. We should be in the full swing of things next week when, I'm not going to lie, we're, we're probably going to have a lot of problems. Yeah. Most those definitely. I'm busy. I, I welcome those problems though. It's fun. We're doing some shit. We are doing some shit. And, uh, <laughs> we're out of here. <laughs>